Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Spirit Room Podcast. I'm Melissa White, and I'm here today with a very special lady who has just so kindly agreed to come and chat with us today. This is a friend of mine and a colleague. Her name is Carrie Holton, and she is of Balance Beyond, and she is a Reiki master teacher. She's a medium, uh, and she is an awesome, intuitive person. So welcome, Carrie. Thank you for being here. Thank you for having me. Yeah, no, it's wonderful. Um, I was wondering, first of all, if you can just tell our listeners um, a bit about yourself, um, I guess, where you're calling from. Okay, yeah. I am calling from Maple Ridge, British Columbia. Right. And Yes, yes, just down the road from me. <laughs> and uh, we met, I'm try- I was trying to think, I don't even know how many years ago it was, but it was several. Um, do you remember, do you recall how we met? Yeah, I remember the first time we met, actually. Um, my friend wanted me to come to like an angel class with you and um, like angel cards. And so oh, yes. I went and God, I really don't remember how long ago that was. It's quite a few years ago. And um, you split us up into groups, and I actually got stuck working with you. <laughs> and I was like, great, I'm stuck working with the teacher. Awesome. <laughs> yeah, that's how we first met. Well, and so so we were working together, and you were I was getting you to, to tune into me and read my cards. And I think I remember telling you, like um, – do you know how psychic you are? Like, what do you do you realize? Like, I was kind of just like, I, I think making sure that you did know that there was definitely um, something very strong there, because um, I remember I remember how bang on you were. So that was pretty pretty cool. That's right. I do remember that, but I was I was still in denial at that time. <laughs> <laughs> well, isn't it funny too how like. Um, I feel like spirit really orchestrates those kinds of things, you know, those kinds of meetings and those kinds of experiences, you know, so it just happened to work out that way with the numbers. And so, um, yeah, we ended up having that, having that experience. And so, yeah, so that is, I think probably close to seven or eight years ago. So, so much has unfolded for you since then. Um, What would you say, like, what is your first memory of, uh, being connected to spirit or, um, you know, a realization about, you know, sort of like your ability to connect with spirit. I remember I was about 10 and I kept seeing someone in my bedroom. And of course I would shout for my parents, come look, come look, help me, I'm scared. And they, you know, put it off and be like, oh, it's nothing. It's nothing. You know, um, don't worry about it. You're fine. So I find that I I was seeing spirit at a very young age. Um, But of course, I needed proof. I always, and to this day, I still need proof. And so I can remember saying like, okay, God, okay, angels, if you're real, you're going to bring me a bike. And next thing, like that Christmas, I got a bike and I was like, okay, you're real. You're real. Yeah, I believe in you. And then I remember one time I asked for straight A's. And uh, I didn't get my straight A's. I was like, oh, I don't know. I'm not sure if I believe in you. I don't know. And um, I I think at that time, so I was probably like 15, I I took a break. 
I took a break from asking. And I I later on, of course, learned that there was a lot of lessons and learning around it for sure. I couldn't always get exactly what I wanted. Right. Yeah. And I think, I mean, especially when you're like growing up and you're a kid, you, we might not recognize like that our, that we do have a part in it too, you know? So like, yes, it's okay to ask for those things, but at the same time we have to like kind of meet the universe halfway. Um, so that, yeah, I think that's, that's something that we all, yeah, we all encounter, but it is interesting, you know, even to this day, would you find that like you're more easily able to, uh, trust now than you were say like even 10 years ago? Absolutely. Like trust and surrender for sure. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Mm -hmm. absolutely. It comes a lot easier now for sure. Yeah. I think that has to do with like how much work um, is involved when you're especially on like a a healing path, you know, so really, really like the inner work. And I know that you have done it and also that that's what you, you know, that's what you um, teach, you know, in, in your teachings as well, you know, that there's so much that is inner work that goes along with all of this other stuff of acquiring the skills and and the rest of it. Um, Uh, Yeah, absolutely. Like I always tell people, the more you give to yourself, the more you're able able to give others. Beautiful. I agree. I agree. And that's a tough one. I think that lots of times when people start to be interested in learning about their intuition or learning about energy or learning about spirit, they, um, they're drawn to it, but they don't recognize how much healing um, they're going to have to do on themselves in the process. You know, like I think that they think they're very two separate things, you know, that like they could just like take some classes, develop the skills and do, do what they do. And I think that um, actually there's, there's so much, so much that goes along with that, you know, so the the inner, it's a very much like an inner, inner journey. Right. I find, sorry, I find that um, people want to learn Reiki because they want to help other people and they quickly learn that it's, it's about themselves first. Mm. And yeah, so often they're like, oh, but I just wanted to help so many people. And yeah, it's, it's quite the journey. That's for sure. I, I could see that for definitely. And there is that, I see that too with students where it's like, they feel, um, you know, so many, so many of your students and my students are going to be very empathic, you know, very, very sensitive, highly sensitive people. And they do have, and little earth angels and all the rest of it. And they, they do have this like inner mission, you know, that they could feel that they're here to make that, make that difference and to be of service to other people. But it's so true that so much of this will point point them back towards themselves, you know, to go within, um, and to yeah, really heal, heal all kinds of things within themselves, um, yeah. so that they can, you know, they can be of service to others as well. So yeah. I, I love that. I love that. Yeah, absolutely. I don't know if I've ever asked you, but what drew you to Reiki healing in the first place? Like what was your, how did you get into that? Well, um, when I was 18, I moved to Australia for two years and um, things, you know, were starting to open up again after I was questioning things and, and then um, moved to Australia. I started feeling energy around me and uh, I was working in a deli and this lady that worked across from me, she one day came over and told me, you know, you're, you're really gifted. 
she says, I'm gifted, but you're really gifted. And I was like, hmm, I don't know exactly what that means, but thank you. (laughs) And so so then um, I moved to Ireland and I lived in Ireland for 13 years. And when I arrived in Ireland, I learned how to do uh, Reiki level one. My sister-in-law was teaching Reiki level one. So I took Reiki level one and I soon realized that before I worked on anyone else, I needed to work on myself. And so I went into past life, childhood, you know, right up until present. And of course, we're always working on ourselves. But um, yeah, I spent a good 10 years at level one working on myself. Mm -hmm. And then I went into level two level three, and then I became a Reiki master. And, um, you know, I still, I still needed to get those big signs. Uh, I can remember um, asking the angels to give me a, a big sign. And, you know, I woke up one morning and there was feathers covering my whole back acre. Like I couldn't see any grass. It was just complete feathers. And, um, Within an hour, they were all gone. There was no trace of any feathers. So I was like, okay, that's my sign. Thank you. Like I always. <laughs> I mean, that's when phenomenal. I, that doesn't happen every day. That's yeah. not like a, a normal occurrence. Well, and it's so funny because when I question, I have to get a big sign, like a huge sign. Um, like I remember my my friend passing away in Ireland and um you know, I was questioning, was he around me? And like, I could feel him, but I really wanted to know, was he around me? And mm-hmm. he, he loved to mess with technology. And he, oh, yes, I, I knew this one. <laughs> <laughs> I'd get like, I'd wake up and there'd be like 253 missed calls on my phone. And um, wow. one time I actually heard the phone ring and I answered and all I could hear was static. And I thought, okay, okay you know, there is, there's definitely a presence around me. I have angels, I have loved ones around me. And then, um, and then I was like, do I have guides around me? I was driving one day and uh, I could feel this pressure in the back of my seat, pushing me forward. And I thought, okay, well, is that my guide? And then more pressure and pushing. And I was like, okay, that's my guide. And then shortly after that, my um, guide chief sitting bull, I soon learned his name. Um, he started drawing on my back whenever, whenever um, he was close, and whenever you know there's a message that he wants me to sit and tune into, he'll draw on my left shoulder. So, yeah, I, I've been given some pretty big um, signs for sure. After after I did the Reiki, I became very sick, like to a point where there was a lot of autoimmune stuff coming up, and. Um, to the point where I couldn't walk and they thought I was going to have to have home help. And so I took a pause from, from healing others. And I decided that I needed to spend some time healing myself. And I went to other healers, healed myself and, you know, psychic surgeons, many different, uh, different modalities. Um, and, uh, yeah, I mean, I'm not on any medication now and, and, uh, I'm walking and I feel really good. So I absolutely 100% believe in this work. Absolutely. Yeah. And then from there, I I moved to Canada, back to Canada. So I grew up in Maple Ridge. I moved back Mm -hmm. to Canada uh, 10 years ago. And um, yeah, and so that's when I met you at that angel 
at the angel course. And um, then you really pushed me and you kicked my butt a little bit. And uh, then I started, I started seeing um, clients and, you know, it wasn't, it, it took a while for me to, you know, feel the presence of angels and loved ones and that, you know, that it it took time, but when I first started out, it was all about trust and Mm -hmm. allowing that universal energy to flow through me and, and trust that um, the intentions with the intentions, right, that I was healing people. And then, you know, as time went on, I would connect with the angels, connect with loved ones, connect with my guides, um, and then eventually started uh, giving people messages as well. Um, So, and then, so now I'm, I'm teaching Reiki as well. Um, Yeah. And so um, after, after a while, then I, I really, um, was drawn to the mediumship and and I realized that I, I needed to find a mentor and that's when I found you and joined your mediumship mentorship and you introduced me to Tony Stockwell and I learned more mediumship and uh, trans healing mm-hmm. um, through Tony and then I did reflexology um, and learned the Hawaiian way of shamanic healing and okay. um and then uh, it's, it's, I guess, six years ago when I realized that, you know, people were coming in for these backaches or headaches or um, anxiety, depression, you know, all these things. Um, and I soon realized that it was all to do with the chakra system. So my main intention is to open up all the seven major chakras and release anything that needs to be released. And um and that's always emotional stuff. So, I mean, not all the emotions are going to release in, in one day. Mm-hmm. But yeah. um, once the emotion, m- emotional blockage and balancing of the chakras happens, then that backache or that depression or anxiety or whatever um, soon soon is no longer, right? Um, the balanced is bo- uh, the bo- body is balanced. And, um, and Reiki is all, all about bringing you back to your whole self. So, um, but yeah, so then I met this crystal healer and she said to me, well, you do all these things. Like, what are you good at? And my God, that really triggered me to actually, yeah. And it really like, I had to sit back and go, what, what am I good at? Oh my God, I do all these things and I'm not good at one thing, like one special thing. And, and so then I, I, I thought about it and I thought, oh my goodness, I, I am like, I'm, I'm here to help people. And this mm-hmm. is my journey. It's okay that I have all these modalities. Yeah. So that's, yeah. that's when I started calling myself an intuitive healer. Cause yeah. I let spirit guide me throughout the body. And, yes. and I, it's okay. I still relate to that because I find it really hard sometimes to label myself, like yes. to really say, what actually do I do? Because I know that people expect mediumship and that's how they find me or that's how they know me or whatever but I'm more interested in like being of service to however I can and whatever's needed you know so I'm of the belief that like mediumship is not always needed sometimes somebody needs a soul to soul reading or sometimes they need energy healing or a trance healing for me too or maybe they need a past life you know past life connection or maybe they need an intuitive you know intuitive guidance or who knows you know the sky's the limit and I think that um it's tough it's tough to it's tough to to sort of narrow it down 
And I kind of like the idea of, of just leaving it open, you know, to what's needed. And I, I've noticed too, like a lot of um, business people and stuff, people in the, you know, in the coaching industry and stuff like that, will talk about your niche and like, you have to find your niche and you have to like advertise to your, you know, what your niche is and all this stuff. And I'm like, I don't, I don't believe that is true for everyone because I certainly don't see that for myself, you know, like to have to choose and just say, this is all I am. This is all I do feels really, that feels really hard for me. Yeah, absolutely. For sure. So I love that. Yeah. I love that. That's you're an intuitive healer and that you're basically, you know, along the same lines of just like whatever is needed, you know, and I think it's, it's wonderful to be able to draw upon different modalities and different ways of bringing through healing. You know, I think that like, that's, that's amazing to have that in your, um, in your tools, you know, like that you have different ways of accessing that healing. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And I find when I'm working with the, um, the shamanic healing I'm bringing in and working with animals and, um, and like plants. So medicine. So I'm uh, allowing that energy to come through to bring in healing as well. So that's been really cool too. Yeah, that's amazing. And I mean, we've had, I've had lots and lots of healings um, that you facilitated for me uh, over the years. And I do, I need to come back, like that's for sure. Um, (laughs) But now that things are opening up in person, it will be easier. But um, I mean, I can think of so many experiences that we've, it's just felt very powerful. Um, anytime that you've, you've done healings for me where there's been such a presence of, I know Jesus, like Jesus, like that, and his energy has been very present with us during those healings. There was one time where I, I, I'm trying to remember if it was, I thought you were at my head, but you were at my feet the whole time. But I actually felt like I felt touching at my head and my shoulders. And it was just like, so crazy when I look back and I'm like, yeah, that was so intense. Like the whole experiences were so intense. Yeah. And so that's, you know, working with spirit and and people feel that all the time. They feel their loved ones close. So now Mm -hmm. um, when I'm doing like the mediumship work, bringing loved ones in, they really want that soul to soul connection. So I allow them kind of like trance, like, uh, you know, allowing my higher self to blend with spirit and, um, allowing them to get close to their loved ones and they'll feel a kiss or they'll feel a hug and mm-hmm. like that too, that they will feel me at their feet when I'm at their head or yeah, it's really beautiful. Yeah. And I think, I think in that way of working where it is, you are in that kind of altered state, you are kind of in that trance sort of trancey kind of state. It's just very pure. So there's not the, um, sometimes with mental mediumship, it can get tricky, you know, because we do get in our own ways sometimes and all the rest of it. But when you're in that sort of state, it's very much a state of surrender. And so I think that it's really, that's really lovely to just have that kind of atmosphere to work with and then just see, you know, see what comes of it, you know, see, see what experience will unfold. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So that's, that's beautiful. What do you think is the most difficult part or the most challenging part of being a healer? Um, well, you know, everybody always asks me, you know, 
Like you work all day because I work in the, uh, in the school system as well. You work all day and then you see clients. Like, how do you do that? You must take on so much energy. Um, but it actually, you know, what I set my intention to actually receive a he- healing when I'm giving a healing. So I'm actually energized because I'm allowing that energy to flow through me. So I'm not using my own energy. Yeah. But what I do find difficult, but I absolutely love it, mm-hmm. is is talking and listening to the counseling part. That's mm-hmm. kind of what takes my energy mm-hmm. um, a yeah. little bit. So I do, I, I do, um, I wouldn't say struggle, but I, I am um, aware that I do need healing myself. So I, I go for regular healings myself and get that energy clearing and, and grounding that I, I need as well. Yeah, no, I, I think that's important. Definitely. Yeah. What about, um, any tips for listeners as far as how they like ways that they can manage their energy a little bit better in their daily, daily, like their daily lives? Like what would you tell the very, you know, open and sensitive and lots of the very, you know, they're very psychic too, the people that are interested in this show. So what would you offer them as advice? I really encourage people to set time in the morning and in the evening to bring in um, like a grounding exercise. So I do a quick, simple exercise where um, you're gathering up the earth and you bring it up your body. Um, And as you're breathing in, as you're moving up your body, you're breathing in white light and you hold your hands and hold your breath to your head, your head and your third eye. And then as you breathe out, you're moving down your body and breathing out gold light. So this centers you, it grounds you, it protects you for the day. And you, do, you would do that exercise three times. Um, and I always, I always in the morning would suggest to bring in that gratitude as well. And what are you thankful for? And start with yourself and then move out. Um, like your eyes, your health, your hair, you know, go through your whole body. And then at the end of the day, what do you need to forgive? Maybe you've said something that day um, that you're regretting. So forgive yourself, set yourself free. Um, And also bringing in that gratitude for the day. You know, what are you thankful for, for that day? Go through your day and, and be thankful. It really, it really brings in that grounding and centering and protecting. And mm-hmm. I think that's really important because if we're going out um, to work or even the grocery store out, you know, the energy is all around us and we're, we're picking up on, on all these things going on. So I, I think, you know, and it brings me back to like, um, when you taught me, like, you know, we're not always switched on. So if you meet somebody and somebody's like, Oh, can you give me a message? I'm sorry. I'm not in work mode <laughs> right now. Like I'm, grounded I'm protected I'm not really picking up on that energy like I've made this agreement with spirit and you know when I'm working then I'm getting the messages and that so yeah it is really important to um I know it's so exciting right it's so exciting to be able to be like hey did your granny pass away you know somebody somebody out in the grocery store but it's so important to protect yourself I think so and I I think it's the only way to really maintain um your mental health Um, and, and, and do, do what we do, you know, like I really noticed the times when I let things slide and I I don't mean in like those situations, but say, 
if I'm not really um, upholding my boundaries with people when it comes to stuff like that, because I'm sure it's the same for you. There's a lot of times when people will message me and just ask me things um, to tune into them, to do this, to do that. To, and as a healer and as somebody who is like, you know, obviously like wanting to be of service, I always want to do those things. Like I want to help everyone I possibly can. You know, like if I if I had unlimited time and energy and and no other commitments in my life, no kids and no uh, you know other other obligations, for sure. Like I'd be all over it. But at the same time, like the times when I'm not when I don't uphold that sort of energetic boundary of like these are my these are my work times and these are my actual times for my my personal life. Um, I do notice that I do get tired and I do start to get like um, either feeling sick or I'll start to feel like I'm just like overwhelmed or my anxiety will get out of control. And that's when I know, oh, wait a minute, like I haven't been, I haven't been um, walking my talk, you know, like I, I recognize like, oh, wait a minute, I'm, I'm, I'm telling other people they need to do this, but I need to remind myself to do it too, you know, to, to take that and have, have that time and space where there's nothing being, um, uh, I don't want to say demanded, but there's nothing being like asked of you where you can just kind of focus and be, yeah, be, be balanced and be peaceful and, and not be sort of like always in demand, I guess. Right. Yeah. Um, I've really learned, um, in the last few months about giving away my power Right. Mm -hmm. And so mm -hmm. not to be giving away my power. And that's, that's really important. Um, yeah. And also bringing yourself back into that present moment. So especially when you're manifesting, like not worrying about the future or the past, just bring yourself into that present moment and whatever you want is in the here and now. And those have been two pretty big lessons for me in the past six months or so. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, definitely. I, I could see that for sure. Yeah. Do you have any uh, favorite memory of our days of being in the when you were in the the Thursday night circle, or even just a, a favorite memory that we've had together? I have I have one that I'll share, but I'm curious what I was curious what you would say. Well, yeah, I have a I have a few favorite memories. Um, definitely, like um, when we went to Loon Lake, that was pretty awesome. Those were exciting mm -hmm. times with Tony Stockwell. Mm -hmm. um, I loved our group. Our, our group really felt like a family. And, you know, mm -hmm. when you have those connections, it just feels so easy and you're trusted and, you know, you can really build on your qualities. I love that. But definitely um, brought back to that time we went to the Sunshine Coast together. Yeah, that was that nice. Was, <laughs> that was such an amazing time. And I still, still want to lift a table with you. <laughs> I know. Well, this is the thing. We have to revisit this. So we have to do it because um, I wrote, that's what I, when I was kind of like writing some notes to ask you, that was my favorite memory. And so we'll just tell the listener. So we went with a, a, a friend of ours, the three of us, and we had just like a beautiful time. Like it was just, it was really magical. And it was at a time in, in my life where I really needed it, you know, so that was so healing. It was such a healing experience to spend that time with you guys. But um, the, um, the idea was we were going to try to table tip, like we're going to try to get this table to move. Like you kind of like connect and you put your fingertips on it and then you ask spirit to come and it's like a part of like physical mediumship. And I, I mean, I've done it before, but it was in, um, 
it was in a class with more people. And, you know, it was like one of, I think the first retreat that I went to with Tony, like years, years ago. And it's amazing. Like it, it can be done and it's quite phenomenal. Um, so we were trying so hard and we were, you know, using our energy and kind of like doing all this stuff. And then I don't know if the earring thing happened first or if it was the voice that we heard, but (laughs) you remember, I don't even remember exactly how that happened. I can't, I, I think it was the voice first. So we're doing this and it was sort of, you could feel the table was getting like spongy and that's how you know, like when it feels like that, that it's about to kind of get started. But then we heard a little kid's voice say like, mom. And we were like, all three of us heard it and we were there by ourselves. There was no, no one else there. So we know it was spirit. And then didn't the, someone's earring fly off of, fly off of right. the our friend's earring flew out of her ear <laughs> yeah, exactly. I was like what like kind of like far too it wasn't even like it just fell it was like it flew in the air that's right yeah so I mean it was pretty clear that spirit was very present yes. um but we didn't quite get the the table tipping yet so that is something to to definitely revisit for sure yes. but yes. that was that was phenomenal and then the day we left before we were leaving, we went to the lake and um, I remember going in and I went for a swim and it was like so warm. It was beautiful. And I remember I was like kind of sad. Like I was like, I was so happy to be there and it was so healing, but I was just in such an emotional state. And I remember just asking God, like, am I going to be okay? Like what, like, am I like, am I like, am I really going to be okay? And then this little tiny baby, dragonfly I've never seen such a small dragonfly came and like basically like kissed my nose like just like boop came and like landed on my nose and then left yeah that was was so amazing I was just like did the wow like it was just such perfect timing and so I was basically given this like amazing like spiritual healing in in the lake it was quite phenomenal so I yeah I'll never forget that that's for sure I know that was the first time I actually braved swimming in the ocean Oh yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah. That was really courageous of both of us. Yes. I was very afraid. Yeah. Um, and we were like went out on that log and we were like I scraped up all my knees going That's on the great. log. It was just kind of adventurous, especially because it was freezing cold. And I am not one to go into cold water. Like that is very, very hard for me. Yeah. But I did it. So that was very cleansing as well. It was. It was amazing. Yes, definitely. Definitely. Um, I was going to ask you also about sensitive children. So like any, any experiences, I know you've had lots of, <laughs> lots of working with kids and you have kids of your own. Um, any experiences that you would share with our listeners about, yeah, like helping sensitive children? Um, yeah, I have definitely worked with, um, some sensitive children. Um, like when I, I, I actually, um, have some children that are clients as well. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, it's, it's, I love to teach them about the energy. So, you know, they'll like to hold the crystals or, um, we do fun things like going out to the chicken coop and they'll dig through and they'll find crystals and different things. And while I'm doing healing on them, but, um, it's just, um, important that they understand, um, that they're safe and um, 
and that, you know, I teach them about grounding and stuff like that. Um, I went to a, a store with my daughter the other day and somebody passed by. Now she's starting to really open up to the energy. Mm-hmm. And this person passed by and um, both of us hunched over and we're like, ah, and then I just said, okay, we both felt that. Who do you think it, who do you think it was? Mm-hmm. And um, so she pointed out a person. I said, yeah. So I'm really trying to teach her like, okay, so now what can you do with that? Yes. Right? What can you do with that? What are you being guided to do? And, and so, it, I, you know, just sending, putting love around that person. So I'm teaching the kids to like, even, even if there's like a bully or, you know, somebody that's just not being nice to the kids, just to teach them about the different colors as well and surrounding other people in um, love and, and light, you know, um, I, and I teach them about like judgment, you know, so if we, um, if, if we're going to be negative or, or um, fight back, then it's kind of taking from our energy and, you know, it's lowering our vibration if we're judging people. So yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's slower with kids, of course, like it's really, you know, getting them to understand in a way um, that makes sense to them. Mm-hmm. I could see that. But that's amazing too. I think um, have the, the way that, you know, cause you drawing upon the skills that you have, you know, working with kids and then um, healing and bringing the healing, but at the same time, making it kind of like fun for them and making it an experience. And I think that, you know, all children, all children are so open, you know, like they just, yes. they are just so they're just fresh from the other side, you know, so they're still, yeah. they've still got that ability to be receptive and, and less, I think less, um, less doubtful than we are, you know, for right. them, it's quite easy to actually be open. So yeah. um, I think it's wonderful that you, yeah, can teach them from that young age um, about energy and, and not just about energy, but like you said, to empower them to, yeah. you know, what are they going to do with it and how are they going to um, work with the energy so that mm-hmm. it's not something that they feel, um, you know, afraid of, or it's not something that they feel overwhelmed with their, right. their sensitivity, but actually that they feel empowered by it. Yeah. I love bringing them out to the our back forest as well and teaching them about hugging in the trees and really grounding into the roots and stuff as well. So yeah, it's, it's a lot about self-care too. I think that's phenomenal. And that's really the way of the future. I think that if we can start with this generation, start with these kids and empower them to have those tools, then they, you know, they can go forth and be, the healers, you know, and the sort of like that, I think there's such a mission right now for um, young people, you know, to create so much change in the world and to be, to be those sort of like peaceful warriors, you know? Yeah. And so, yeah, this is, this is fantastic. And can you imagine like if all kids were given those tools, you know, like in school, if, if they were, if they were just things that they were just taught, you know, from, from the beginning, I could just, I feel like that would be such a, such a different world. So amazing. Yeah. I, I also teach the kids how to 
like I'll cleanse them with the sage and then I let them have a turn and cleanse me. And some kids that just can't sit still, I get them to lay up there for 10 minutes on the table and, and then I let them have a turn to heal me. And while they're doing that, I'm, I'm sending them healing. Like they don't have to be laying still. Right. Yeah. That's a good point. And I do, I do regular meditations with the kids at school and and the kids come to me as well. Yeah. Yeah. It's so important for them to, to just rest their minds, right? And not be thinking of what's going on. Just, yeah, have a quiet mind for, even if it's just for a couple minutes. Yes, for sure. What about within the, I want to say healing community or spiritual community or whatever. Is there anything that you see that really kind of, uh, I don't know, like just something that you see that is like a bit challenging. Anything out there that you're kind of like a bit challenged by? Hmm. Well, like the energy that's around right now, <laughs> uh, it's a little bit crazy. And like it go, it goes back to me questioning, right? Yeah. And uh, I can feel this message that needs to come through and it makes me really emotional. So I'll try and deliver this. Okay. okay. But um, yeah, so I have been questioning a lot lately. I've been questioning. um, I've been questioning our prayers. I've been Mm -hmm. questioning my work. Mm -hmm. And I, I've really recently hit like an all time low, like super, super low. Um, just with all the energy that's floating around, you know, the, the separation when people are supposed to be coming together, right? Yeah. It just, it, it hurts. It hits me in my core, right? Yeah. And um, the do's and the don'ts and the judgment and oh my goodness, right? So yeah. I question spirit, are these prayers working? Is my healing working? And of course, I have to get it loud and clear. (laughs) So I hit rock bottom. (laughs) I had to cancel all my clients um, a couple weeks ago for the weekend. And um, I sat in my healing room uh, crying and wondering what the heck was going on. And um, it it was pretty painful. But um, it's interesting because uh, a client called me and she said, Hey, you know, with all these energies around it, is it possible that I'm picking up on some stuff? And I was like, Oh, Hey, I'm in it right now. Yeah, it's possible, right? It's heavy. And she was like, I'm, I'm gonna pray for you. And then she contacted someone else. And that was a client and they contacted me, I'm praying for you. And this went on and on and on. And then seven people were praying for me. And I was like, what is going on? And I just sat and I felt it. I felt the energy coming into my body. I heard the prayers. I felt the love. And I just felt this light and heaviness lift off me. And I just sat there and I was just crying because my guides wanted me to, you know, to know that, yes, absolutely, keep doing what you're doing. And that's for everybody. Keep praying and and keep sending that healing and keep healing others. And, you know, it's, it's, I, I heard, you know, we must, we must not live in fear. And 
we must not divide at this time. Now is time to come together and we must use positive intentions and live our truth and be present in the moment and raise your vibration. And after that, I I felt amazing. And yeah, I just say, keep doing what you're doing. You know, it, it is, it is working. We are starting to come together and it's beautiful. <sighs> yes. That's huge. It's huge. And, you know, I really honor that. And I really hear that loud and clear because there's, I think anyone who does this work, there's going to be times where you do, you do, you go through a period of time where you do question and it's, it's cyclical, you know, it's like ebbs and flows. There's times when, you know, I think that we feel super, super like, yes, like supercharged and like, yes, this is amazing. And of course it's making a difference. And, you know, there's, you're on that mission. And then there's other times where we're human beings and we also have to take a step back and go, wait a minute, what is going on? You know? So I think that it's very, it's, it's just the truth. You know, it's just, it's just, that's just part of it, you know, part of the, part of the journey. And I love, I love that you were able to have that experience and to feel that love and feel that energy and, uh, you know, realize that, wow, like this is, you know, this is something, this is something greater than I think, I I think we know, but then sometimes like spirit really likes to prove it to us, you know, it's greater than we even believe it to be. Absolutely. Yeah. And yeah. I always have to, you know, anytime I question, I always feel it in the body. It's it's pretty, pretty amazing, really. Like at the time, uh, it's not amazing, but no. <laughs> but after, like, uh, yeah, oh yeah, like I, I can remember this time. Um, my shoulder was so I was in so much pain with my shoulder, um, and I had to I had to sit on the couch, and for days, and I was in agony, and I couldn't sleep, and you know, my mom started picking up the kids, my mom started, you know, bringing over dinners, friends, family were cooking, and my husband's bringing the kids here, there and everywhere, because I have four kids. And I just sat there on the couch, and I allowed everybody to do these things for me. And then it just hit me. And I was like, Oh, I actually like being taken care of. <laughs> I, 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 I really like this. People are helping me. And I'm just getting to take time for myself. And just like that, bang, my shoulder was better. I got that message and I was completely better. (laughs) It's it's wild. It makes perfect sense to me. And I have that, I've had that with the physical body before. And then I've also had it like um, emotionally where there'll be like either a feeling of anxiety or that ramps up or even like a depressive kind of feeling being in like a major funk or just feeling like energetically, almost like energy sickness, you know, that kind of thing. And then as soon as I make the realization, like as soon as I clue into what's actually going on and what I'm supposed to be seeing or what I'm supposed to be realizing, it's like, it clears, it just clears up and you're like, Oh, I'm back to myself again. You know? And it's just like, wow. Like, I think sometimes like it's possible to possible to be super, super in tune for other people, but just really miss the, miss the mark when it comes to yourself sometimes, like at least for my own, for my own self. Like I'm like, wow, like I, I think I'm, you know, good for other people in that department, but like sometimes for myself, I really do miss it. 
Yeah. Though there's so many times where I'm giving advice to clients and I'm like, oh yeah, I, I need to write that down for myself as well. Yes. <laughs> uh-huh. That happens often. Or I'll have, do you ever have like something that you're questioning in your own health or your own life or something? And then it's on your mind. And then all of a sudden the next five or six clients you get are all have the same, the same thing is coming up for them too. Yes, absolutely. It, yeah. It's like a batch, batch of people, or it's like one week where you're doing, dealing with the same stuff. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's so interesting. Yeah, but I think sometimes too, that like, like for the longest time I was getting, before I was diagnosed with the di- diabetes, yes. I was, I was getting, so many people in spirit who had passed away from complications from diabetes. Wow. And I was like, it was starting to freak me out because it was like every time, right? Like it was like every time I'd read for someone that was somebody in spirit had something to do with diabetes. And I was like, okay. And then when I did get the diagnosis and then since then it's like, yeah, it'll still, anytime I'm like not taking good care or not good enough care or like there's something going on, Spirit will somehow manage to orchestrate somebody in spirit who passed from complications and basically the message or, you know, and they'll bring a message to their loved one. But really the message is also for me, like uh, they'll, they'll get it to you, like whatever way they can, they'll get the message to you. So I always find that very, very interesting. It really is unbelievable. Yeah, it's, I mean, when you think about it, I think because we're so used to it, sometimes we don't recognize how actually crazy it is that like some of the stuff that can come through and some of the experiences, like it's, it still leaves me in awe, but I think sometimes we, we might like not recognize because you're just, you just kind of get used to it. You know, like there's all kinds of miracles happening. When you think about it, take a step back. It's like, oh, wow. Like, yes, these, these things are quite, quite amazing that we get to, we get to witness. Yeah, so beautiful. I love it. I guess on a last note, what advice would you give to, say, someone who's really like a budding kind of intuitive, like they're just starting to open up to their own intuition? What would you say? Just starting to open up. Trust, 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 trust. <laughs> oh, it's, I think trusting is such a huge, huge part of it. Um, and, uh, surrender, learning how to surrender and, um, just, you know, um, so your intuition is that beautiful, quiet voice. Listen to that. Cause when ego comes through, it's that big, heavy, urgent, urgent voice. Yes. yes. I 100% yeah. agree. A hundred percent. And that's how I like to explain it to people too, that, when it is actual an actual message and it is your intuition and it's, it's neutral, it comes in and it's very, it's peaceful. You know, even if it's a difficult piece of information, it's peaceful in the way that it comes through and it's not like doom and gloom and it's not scary. It's, it's very much just, this is what it is. Um, and you're right. When the ego comes in, it can be all dramatic. And uh, that's, that's really not, that's really not intuition. Right. I really find the breathing exercises help me. Um, And just parking my stuff, really actually visualizing my stuff being parked (laughs) and uh, breathing into my heart space and connecting with my higher self. It seems to be, seems to be um, the way I'm, I'm 
connecting these days. Yeah. And the, you know, the surrender, I think that literally sums it up. Like trust and surrender are the two things that I think we've come here in this life, most of us to really try to master those two things. And so you could do a whole lifetime of of work. And I think like just be scratching the surface when it comes to the actual, you know, like actual um, mastery of, you know, those two things. But literally it is sort of the the cornerstone, you know, of, of all of this is learning to have that trust, not, you know, yes, trust in trust in the universe and trust in spirit and all that stuff, but really also to be able to trust your own soul and then to surrender to every day to surrender to, uh, you know, what, what is and what's possible and just like get out of our own way of trying to control, trying to control everything. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Control is huge. Mm-hmm. letting go of control. That's hard for lots of people, but I find that so many people that are like perfectionists or, um, you know, just, just like to like to control scenarios and like to control life. Um, they're drawn to this work and they find it really hard at first because yeah. you cannot be, you cannot be in control of any of it. You know, right. it, it's very much like, you're open and you're receptive and you do your part to be there and to, you know, to do your work. But at the end of the day, you're working with spirit and, and sort of that's, it's open, it's open and there's unlimited potential, but we, we can never, we can never force any of it. Right. I um, really find that when I'm teaching, cause I teach intuitively. Mm-hmm. Um, some people are, uh, need to control it. So they want to be like on a timer or a stopwatch. Okay, yes. I'll spend two minutes at the head and then five minutes here yes. and then do, 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 yeah. do, do, right? I'm like, okay, just let that go. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You know, yeah. I agree. I, I've noticed that with some students that will come to class and they, I think they expect or they want it to be like a formula that I can just magically teach them. Like, okay, so if you do step one, step two, step three, then this will be your results. You know, this, then you'll be connecting with spirit and you'll be, or you'll be intuitively or psychically giving a hundred percent accurate reading. And it's really, you know, from my perspective, like the way that I teach is also very intuitively, which of course, like, why wouldn't I, that's the whole point. Um, it's not like that. It's not a formula. So it's about like really letting go of expectation and letting go of the, the need to control it for sure. Yeah, for sure. I agree. Totally. So how can people find you? They can find me on Facebook, Instagram, it's Balance Beyond. Um, or they can find or they can go onto my website, it's balancebeyond.ca. Um, yeah. Wonderful. Well, it's such a treat to be able to just chat with you. So thank you for for coming and really I just really I thank you for for everything. I, I just feel um, it's wonderful to, to catch up and to know, uh, you know, of the work that you're doing. And I certainly am a big fan and, uh, I just, yeah, thank you. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah, my pleasure. Take good care and we'll talk soon. You as well. Take care.